Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. Welcome to Chew On This. We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on. If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with us. And now, let's give you something to chew on. We are back with another edition of Chew on This. Video Kevin, how are you? Video Teresa, I'm doing well. It's good to see your voice. I'm glad the world can see the wonder that is Teresa Duncan. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Kevin. And hopefully people are gazing upon you as oh, well. There's a so... lot of gazing going on. Sure. <laughs> well, let's not talk about your weekend, but let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. So. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So actually, what do you think about seeing a dentist, but not seeing a dentist? Like, what do you think about taking pictures of your teeth, sending them on, and then maybe just getting a message later. Hey, things are all right. What do you, you think know, of that? You know, we've heard about this teledentistry thing for a while, and it sounds like something as we move into a virtual world, it could happen. But you know what, Teresa, I'd love if you could tell me more. <laughs> so first of all, I was not surprised, but surprised to read that Cigna Dental has about 16 and a half million members. Hmm. So this is quite a lot of people that are going to get a message, or I've already received a message because it rolled out in August, will be receiving a message that now if they don't want to necessarily go to the dentist, they can still be seen by a Cigna dentist. That's not cool for non-Cigna dentists, but you know, it is business is business. They have launched a new tool that will utilize the smartphone, you, mm. your smartphone, you would download an app from a company called Virgin Pulse, and then you would take five pictures of your teeth. It will guide you through it. All right. It will upload it. And along with whatever, I guess your chief complaint is, and then a Cigna network dentist will take a look at it and tell you whether or not, you know, you need to, to get in there or if it's just something quick that can happen, perhaps there's a prescription that can be written. Um, but it's not a full fledged evaluation. It is what we, they call a screening. And, uh, if you were, you know, say you were at your, your cabin by the lake. Kevin. Ah, yes. And you were in pain. Would you utilize a service like this? I would. You know, whenever you're talking about taking the pictures, I think about whenever I deposit a check with my bank and it always says, it's too close, it's too blurry. You know, it kind of <laughs> lets me know. So I'm hoping the app would be able to tell me the right way to do that as well. But it will. It guides you through it. Nice. And so um, I have a little bit of experience with this because I went to go visit Smile Direct Club's headquarters okay. maybe a year ago. And they have a very similar, I mean, that's how they see so many people for their ortho is they do all of their visits by this app. And so when they offered to do my case for me, where I was like, okay, sir, complimentary, I'll take it, sure. They have you use their app and it guides you through all of the pictures. They even send you retractors for your mouth oh, uh, to do that. And I guess here you wouldn't necessarily get it because if you're calling with an emergency, you wouldn't have that. Right. But yeah, but it guided you through. The person on the phone guided you through. But then for follow-ups, there was a program that guided you through. So I imagine they're really just looking for these certain facing shots, which is honestly, when you go into an office anyways, they're going to take their own set of facial shots, right? Yep. But as a dentist, as a clinician, which I am not, man, I got to worry about, am I getting enough to make the proper diagnosis? It doesn't say anything about them using, you know, AI. I don't think AI necessarily works on photographic images right. yet. I mean, for dentistry, I, it works on it for other things, but for dentistry, 
you're not taking a, a proper x-ray. So I think that's, it's still weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see the benefit of it if I'm on vacation, if I'm, you know, if I live in a rural area where the dentist might be an hour away from me or something like that. Absolutely. I can see the the positives of it, but I think that it's something that's still, you know, we, we live in such a technology advanced world where we're used to taking pictures of stuff and putting them online or whatever it might be. I can see where it'd be a, a, a easy way to, for people to go see the dentist virtually. Well, I mean, look, I downloaded an app a little bit ago to see if I, what I would look like with lighter brown hair or blonde oh. hair. So this to me doesn't seem that far off. It's just being on the dental side of it. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of just, it's, it's really upsetting the norm here. Oh, for sure. You know? it is. So, but Cigna noted in their press release that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show that 36% of adults had not had a dental screening or a cleaning within the past year. Hmm. And so they caution that while it does not replace in-person visits, it provides patients with another avenue to pursue care. And what I like about that, and this is something you and I have been teaching in both of our classes separately and, and even together when we lecture together, hmm. is that the patients are consumers first True. and we have to see what consumer behavior is and tailor the patient experience to be the best that it can be. And if we don't do that, somebody else will. And look at Cigna. They're thinking, okay, well, we see that our patients don't necessarily want to go in all the time, but if we see them for this acute dental visit, this dental pain, we can get them on antibiotics, we can help fix it. They're not coming in and wanting, you know, blown out root canals or whatever. Right. We're getting them in so that we could possibly fix the tooth before it gets to that point, or even encourage them for regular cleanings. But, you know, for rural settings too, this is wonderful. It is. And I think about this next generation that's coming in, you know, our kids are of that generation and they're used to doing everything online. They're used to doing everything, communicating through their phone, you know, mm -hmm. however it is. So I can see that this would be a big benefit for that next generation. Again, we don't want to discourage them from coming in for their regular checkups and everything else, but if sure. they are in an emergency situation, I can see where it'd be a big benefit. Well, so we will see if this catches on, but that's a lot of members, 16 and a half million members that now will have the ability to do this and not have to hop in their car, take time off of work if, yeah. for just a twinge or something, or, Hey, I chipped a tooth. Can you take a look at this? I don't know. I don't so, know if reimbursement is going to catch up with that. That's kind of wild. Okay. So that was going to be a question. Also, is it going to be something then that eventually the dentists are going to have to carve out an hour in their schedule just to look at online photos, you know, or, or something like that? You know what? They carve out time to do it when they're doing 3D printing, when they're doing clear aligner cases, when they're okay. doing implant treatment planning, you know, with the, all the super duper software that they have. And, you know, if say, you know, the lovely Julia, your daughter and Noah, what if they were to become dentists? Wouldn't they be the kind of dentist that wouldn't mind sitting and looking sure. at pictures all day long rather than, you yeah, know, this next generation is coming in? Absolutely. I mean, this is something that they grew up with. So it's something they're mm -hmm. very comfortable with. You know, those of us that a, a different hair color uh, may <laughs> not be, but absolutely your son, my daughter, you know, their whole generation, you know, they were raised on computers. They were raised on technology and it's only going to get more advanced as we go along. For sure. Well, and if you don't like your hair color, Kevin, I do have an app that you can use and, and change it around. When you were talking about going blonde, I'm thinking, you know, hey, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll surprise some folks. 
Hey, you know, you could, yeah. you and Dana could do matching blonde hair. I walk in a greater New York and see what people think about that. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure. You know what they'll say? Midlife crisis. That's what they'll <laughs> <Exactly>. say. <laughs> Which is probably what they're going to, what they're going to say when I show up with blonder hair. So I, I sent the picture of what I liked over to a couple of friends of mine and they, our, our friend Lynn Leggett. Yes. Okay, Blondie. <laughs> like, okay, I don't. I guess you don't so, like it. All so right, they weren't very uplifting, is what I hear you say. <laughs> I <laughs> think she was just like exactly what I said. Midlife crisis. Teresa's exactly, having a midlife right. crisis. So, yeah. all right, yeah. but. So let's get away from, from insurance companies yes. Well, well, and how they're going to do with our mouths. But we've got another insurance company angle. You found you found another angle to this. I love finding other angles because you talk insurance <laughs> so much. I'm like, I've got to get on this reindeer game somehow. Come on. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about virtual visits. You know, wouldn't it be nice if sometimes the dentist came to us or somebody came into our home and we wouldn't have to leave? And Teresa, that's what the tooth fairy does every time. You know what I'm saying? God bless. God bless. God bless anybody that brings us money. Exactly right. (laughs) And you know, the tooth fairy is once again, every day, every night, you know, Santa does one day a year and then he kind (laughs) of takes time off. Tooth fairy every day and night is working hard out there. God bless (laughs) you, tooth fairy. So (laughs) our friends at Delta Dental have, Mm -hmm. uh, they, you know, every year they do a tooth fairy poll. Which That's I think hilarious. is it is great, and you know I'm sure you celebrate this every year just like I do. But August 22nd is National Tooth Fairy Day. Oh, I had no idea. What? Wow! Did, did you get a party invite? Oh, oh no! I'll, I'll have to send it through a different Snapchat filter or whatever. So anyway, oh my gosh, it's probably one of those blondes only parties that you have. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> blondes only at the Tooth Fairy Day. That's that's the party right there. So, <laughs> So good. We are also going to just say kudos to Delta Dental because this is the 25th year that they have wow. done the Tooth Fairy Poll. How about that? So good wow. So what's going on? Like, what is the going rate? What's, well, what's going so, on? Well, let's talk about just, you know, how much that we welcome in the Tooth Fairy. How many of us really do the Tooth Fairy thing? I'll be honest. We did the Tooth Fairy thing with my daughter growing up. And, I- and, you yes, have you to. I, I think there's also peer pressure too. Like you go to school, if you lose teeth, gonna, these kids nowadays are going to be like, well, what did you get? You know, <laughs> in a quick aside here, my, my ex-wife, my daughter's mother, a, a lovely person, do not get me wrong, mm-hmm. but there was a day and my daughter still talks about this to this day that, that Julia lost a tooth and she was expecting there to be something under the pillow. And her mom walked in and said, there is no tooth fairy. She <gasps> yeah. I mean, just like, I mean, cold reality hit. It's just like, yeah, you lost a tooth. What do you want? So, Did you have to do damage control? Well, I, I didn't even know about this because we were already divorced at the time. So oh I found out about gosh. this later in life. I know my daughter, those scars, sometimes they're inside and you can't see them. Sometimes. That is why. That is why she didn't go into dentistry, Kevin. <laughs> That's, exactly That's why. Exactly. Early age betrayal. See? That's how quick <laughs> it happens. See? We, we have not told her about Santa yet. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, Wait, the, what do you mean? I don't what? understand. <laughs> so four out of five U.S. homes, roughly 81%, still do the tooth fairy thing. Now, obviously, it depends on if you have children of a certain age or if you mm-hmm. have a parent that doesn't mind spoiling the fun. That's four out of five homes. One in three parents say the tooth fairy instills good oral health habits in their children. In anticipation of the arrival, 27% go to bed early expecting to get a little something-something under the pillow. Wouldn't you? How about that? I mean, I, I, you know what? I remember 
it was like, you know, Christmas in June. It's like, heck, if I go to sleep, I'll get something. Sure. I'm down. Absolutely. And at that age, you're so sure you're going to stay awake and catch them. Oh, yes. You're going to pretend to sleep. You're like, I'm going to do this. And then next thing you know, you know, you're waking up for bacon or stuff. (laughs) You know, if the tooth fairy left bacon under my pillow, I'd be all right with that. You know what? That's, I think you might leave Dana for a tooth fairy that leaves bacon. I think you might. Yeah. yeah, We'll talk about that (laughs) offline. So, uh, so let's talk about, you know, if the the tooth fairy doesn't get bacon, what does the tooth fairy get? The average Mm. value of a single lost tooth during the past year, it has gone up 16%. In fact, Teresa, would you care to guess what price range we are now in with Tooth Fairy giving? Are you telling me the Tooth Fairy is even higher than inflation? The Tooth Fairy, you know, there's a lot of things that go on with the Tooth Fairy. You've got travel, you've got all the glitter. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into this. Wow. All saying. right. So I would say 10 bucks. Oh, okay. Now you're, you're generous and you oh, probably- Oh, I'm a high think, roller? Well, oh, you probably sorry. bring up the average because let's be honest, there's some that that's Tooth Fairy kind of goes low. You know, you know, may get a quarter still, but six dollars and twenty three cents is the average. Six. You know what though? You got you lose a pretty decent amount of teeth. So if you were putting that aside, well, six dollars gets you maybe an ice cream cone somewhere. So it kind of you know, like you could walk up and slap those bad boys on the counter and say, "I want a cone." That's right. Then you show this is what paid for right here. That whole. That's right. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah. So here, here's a couple other little things to throw out there. And I, I love all this stuff. It's kind of fun. So the average value of the first tooth is actually higher than that. It goes for an average of $7.29. So you get more for the first tooth, and then the tooth fairy kind of slacks off apparently after that. But you know, that really sucks, though, because as a child, you're going to remember the last tooth that you lost more than the first tooth See? that you lost. You know, and at that point, again, your mother may say the tooth fairy isn't real and, you know, so sad. Well, and if you haven't, you know, you and I both had only children, Yes. only childs, because children doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. Yes. So we only had onlys. And so I can't imagine having three, four or five kids. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I, I guess I would be down to like, you know, hey, five dollars. That's it. Yeah, that's it, kid. Get out of here. Well, <laughs> and so, you know, we have talked about we talked about inflation in a recent episode that we did. Mm-hmm. And the Tooth Fairy has gone through inflation as well. So this is the 25th anniversary of the poll. We started out 25 years ago, a dollar thirty a tooth. So now you go from a dollar thirty to six twenty-three. That's three hundred and seventy-nine percent of a jump right there. Wow! So a dollar thirty—that's just some dad emptying his pockets. Like that's such a random number. Why, right? why do I have lint under my pillow? I don't understand. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did you ever get coins? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I remember thinking, what the heck is this? Like, I, I want a dollar dollar bill, y'all. Do you remember the Susan B. Anthony coins? Oh, yeah, I did get one of those ones. There yeah, you go. yeah, See? yeah. Absolutely. Right. Well, I, my my mom was a big fan of handing out the two dollar bills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always had two dollar bills. She always thought those were cool, so we had yep. those. Um, but I think we always did. I think five for for Noah was what we kind of, but he isn't only, and we spoiled him. So that's probably what we did. Same TBH. I get it completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow though. So, okay. Well, here's one more little stat. Sure. So the rate of inflation that we've gone the last 25 years, if we keep going at that rate of inflation for the tooth fairy to the 50th anniversary of this poll, we'll be leaving $30 under the pillow for a single tooth. My goodness. Now think about that. 
I don't see dollars. I don't really see that keeping going, to be perfectly honest. I think at some point the tooth fairy's got to put a stop to this. But that's what the poll is saying. Listen, at that point, kids are going to be yanking their teeth out (laughs) to make money. Yeah, you get 20 primary teeth at 600 bucks. (laughs) I'm just telling you, it's a racket, is what that is. Childhood dentures is going through the roof, our story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put that in the bank. That's your bail money, kid. It's your, your bail fund. <laughs> it can either be your college or your bail fund. You chose. <laughs> you choose your lane. Choose your adventure. <laughs> oh, it is like that. Those books we used to have. Are you going to yeah. go in the cave? Turn to page five. Yeah, you know those. I hope. I hope the younger staff members who listen had choose your own adventure books because I really I don't even know those. if they're still out there. But if you don't know what we're talking about, man, you are missing out because you'd read and it would say if you just like you said, if you decide to go in the cave, go to page 35. If you decide to stay outside and wait for help, you turn yep. here and then whatever you turn, the first time you choose, you're always died. <laughs> Right. And then, choice. Yeah. Right. So then you're always backtracking, like, where the heck am I supposed to turn? Oh, yeah, I should have done this in the first place. But these books were like rocking. There were so many of them. They, they were fantastic. addicting. Absolutely. Yeah. So what a genius who created that. I, there probably still are, right? I would hope so. I mean, there's probably an app for it. I bet there's an app where choose your, your own. own app? Oh, yeah. Actually, I would play that on a, on the plane. I would probably play that <laughs> on the plane. But then it would be you die once. Did, did you ever play? And boy, we're going to go down a rabbit hole. Did <laughs> you ever play a game called Oregon Trail? It was like one of the first computer oh. games. Yeah, you yes. always died from dysentery every time. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was so like the graphics at the time were like amazing. And now you look at it, and it's like that doesn't even look like a covered wagon. It's just a bunch of white dots in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always get about the Rocky Mountains and oh, dysentery. There you go. Every time. <laughs> you know, you can never. That's what I learned. You can never beat dysentery. <laughs> you can never beat it. <laughs> Just eat good while you're out there because you're going to die from it at some point. <laughs> and there is, I know that there's an Oregon Trail app. I have seen it. I don't oh, know if it's yeah. still around, but I have seen an Oregon oh, Trail app. Okay. Yeah. And I bet they're still like, you know, it's a good moneymaker. You're about to die from dysentery upload you know <laughs> buy some mining tools and mine your way out of it you know <laughs> it's it's a fantastic oh game awesome. <laughs> yeah. all right there you go there we are kevin we well, have uh absolutely <laughs> so but if anybody would like to donate to our tooth fairy fund we would we'd be happy to take that right sure. and yeah. we'll link to that so you can see all the statistics and everything else and if you have children of that age you can decide am i going to spoil the fun or am i going to put something under their pillow see it's a choose your own adventure right there well and don't be surprised if your little loved one comes home and says you know delta dental did a study you are super cheap <laughs> look at this. look at this This generation is more informed than ever. Don't be caught surprised. (laughs) All right. Well, dear listeners, thank you so much for listening and for spending your time with us. We'll catch you on the next one. And that's a wrap for this episode of Chew on This. We hope you laughed and learned a little. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. And don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics. We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then.